and welcome inside another episode of the Sherwood Parker Satyrs pregame show. I'm your host, Zach Marks. Pleased to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Dawson Patrician. And Dawson, it's finally happening. The Sherwood Parker Satyrs are going to be playing a home game in the Sherwood Park Arena's Randy Rosen rink for the first time in over a month. It feels almost like a lifetime ago. September 18th was the last home game for the Crusaders, a 5-2 loss to the rival Spruce Grove Saints. A Unfortunately, not the result I'm sure they would have wanted, especially to open up their home season. But they have a chance to kind of redeem themselves here on October the 16th against the White Court Wolverines, who they beat in their last game, snapping White Court's five-game win streak by a score of 4-1. to one. So they've got a little bit of momentum rolling here. Yeah, sure. Park coming off a big win. And it didn't look to be starting the way they wanted. Uh, dropping for the game against Grand Prairie on Tuesday by a score of 4 to nothing, Just not a game that Sherwood Park could find too much in. And then they go to White Court the very next day. We talked about the travel aspect. We talked about how tough this game was going to be. And it looked to get off to the, a rough start as Tyler Mahan, less than a minute in, buries it to make it one nothing white court but from then on in it was Sherwood Park's game Caleb Dick gets the team right back into it just about a minute and a half later and then Bodie Hagen's second goal as a crusader gives them the lead heading into the intermission and they ran away with it from there Ashton McNelly got a third Carmelo Crandall with a fourth and they coasted from there third period fighting off all 10 shots from the Wolverines was Gus Byland and they come in and they snatch victory from, as you mentioned, a pretty hot Wolverines team. Now, this is a, a team that Sherwood Park seems to have the number on right now. Uh, going back to preseason, 3-0 and on the year so far against Whitecourt are the Crusaders. A 3-2 win at the Sherwood Park Arena to kick off the Crusaders preseason before ending it on a 4-1 win in Whitecourt. So back-to-back 4-1 wins over the Wolverines in Whitecourt for Sherwood Park. And we've mentioned there. We've mentioned throughout the last month's uh, pregame shows that the home they're on the road. They're on the road. They're on the road. And if you remember back to the showcase episode where we talked about the upcoming matchups against Brooks and Drumheller, the game against Drumheller is technically a home game. So Sherwood Park is on a technicality one and one on the season at home, but they are zero and one in the Sherwood Park Arena, as Dawson mentioned, the five-two loss to on opening weekend to the Spruce Grove Saints. Now, this is a Sherwood Park team that's finding its footing right now. It's been a bit of a rough stretch over the last month or so. Just kicked off the month with a loss to Brooks before beating Drum Heller and then dropped back-to-back games, one to Lloyd Minster and then the next to Grand Prairie, being outscored 12-2 to in those two contests and then coming back and beating Whitecourt. They also have Bonneville this weekend. On Sunday, so back-to-back games, both of them will be 7:15 puck drops from the Sherwood Park Arena. I will have the call for Saturday's game against White Court before Brendan Escott comes back and takes the mic right away for the Bonneville game, the first game he'll have done in over just on a full day under a month. Sherwood Park enjoy gets to enjoy a few days uh, at home. They also have Spruce Grove next Friday, the 22nd in Sherwood Park, so they get a nice little homestand before going back on the road to finish off the month. But 
this could be a very interesting stretch of games for Sherwood Park. Uh, currently a four and six record, good enough for eight points in the Alberta Junior Hockey League's North Division. That being good enough for, I believe that is sixth in the division. And if they can beat White Court here, they claw to within two points of climbing it. We mentioned the standings a little bit. Bonneville also just a point up on White Court. So an interesting set of uh, an interesting weekend for Sherwood Park. And again, we've mentioned this in the past. You never want to go right into, oh, this is such a vital game for a team, especially in October. But this, you get the feeling, you get the sense that this could be a pretty important stretch for Sherwood Park as they head into the later months. Yeah, and especially, you know, we see uh, in the standings, Sherwood Park and Whitecourt both played 10 games while Spruce Grove, Lloydminster, and Grand Prairie all have played 11. So especially this game and you know, the games coming up, trying to claw their way back up in the standings, it's a big two points, especially when you're trying to get rid of that game-in-hand advantage that some teams, some teams take full advantage of, some teams maybe take for granted, but Sherwood Park absolutely cannot do that. And against a, a White Court Wolverines team that has played very well, although... Uh, quite obviously led by uh, Tyler Mahan and uh, Cristiano Aello. So they, they have that star power, but if they want to take uh, if they want to take these two points against the Wolverines, they're gonna have to shut those two down. And Mahan, I believe, has yet to go a game this season without a point. He's got at least one in his last 10 games. So that that is I mean, that's his breakout season, but I think it's up to Sherwood Park to maybe damper that a little bit. No doubt about that. Now, a name I mentioned earlier on in the broadcast was uh, Bodie Hagen. This is a name that Sherwood Park fans may not be overly familiar with. He's actually acquired in a trade with Drum Heller earlier on this season, I believe just a day after they traded Vincent Scott to Canmore if I'm not much mistaken. Now, you, Dawson, had a chance to catch up with him Friday before practice to see how he's gotten on with his new teammates and just getting used to the Sherwood Park style. And now that you've had, you know, a few practices, a few games uh, with the team, uh, how's, you know, how's been getting used to how everybody works together and kind of finding your place in the lineup? Uh, it's been pretty good. You know, we have a really good group here and a good coaches, you know. Uh, the first uh, couple of weeks, just kind of just getting my feet wet, so it's kind of good to... Uh, Get into some games, get some reps under me, and then I'll kind of get back into back into game condition. And uh, you know, c coming over from from the WHL, getting some experience with Brandon and Smith Curran, uh, what are some things you you maybe learned over there, and you can bring to this roster? Uh, just to be patient, you know, have be confident with the puck, you know, make plays. Uh, I find that you know, in, in leagues to succeed, you got to have confidence. So I think that uh, it's something I picked up along the way, and I look forward to bringing it forward. And uh, your, your first game uh, ended up being in, in the AJHL showcase against the Brooks Bandits, one of arguably the best team in the entire league. Uh, do you feel that was, you know, uh, a good way to start adapting yourself to the game and maybe get adjusted to, to, to the way the AJHL has played? Uh, it was a tough game to jump into for sure, but uh, I think with the way the speed was and the way the game was going, that it was probably the best game for me to get into just in terms of, you know, it's not going to get much tougher than that. So I think that... It was a good starting point, and I'm uh, excited to go from there. And, uh, and going into that first game, and you know, kind of when you came over, how have you know how the coaches kind of helped you, and maybe some of the other guys have they helped you 
uh, maybe get more involved and, and make you feel like you're a part of the team? Yeah, they've been really good, you know, all around. I think everybody's done a really good job of, you know, um, letting me into the team and especially early, you know, going out with the guys, doing this and that. It was, uh, it's been really good so far, so can't complain. And uh, as far as last game goes, uh, big night for you as well as defenseman Caleb Dick, uh, both getting three points, connecting on a couple goals even. Uh, you know, how important is it to have that chemistry between, you know, the forwards and uh, down in the back end? Uh, it was huge, especially with our game plan. You know, we were trying to get the D active, so it was uh, it's good that we were able to do that early. And then, you know, obviously, Caleb did pretty good getting getting into spots, and then yeah, was able to connect. And uh, you've kind of been all over the place since joining the team as far as games go from Brooks all the way up to Grand Prairie. Uh, how does it feel, you know, finally uh, coming to your new home in Sherwood Park and, and getting to play in front of the fans? Yeah, I'm really excited. It should be good. You know, we've been on the road a lot lately, but uh, I think coming home for the next little stint here will be really good for us and, you know, kind of play in front of the home crowd will be nice. Welcome back to the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. You just heard from Bodie Hagen about his timing his short time so far here with the Sherwood Park Crusaders and we're going to get you set for this weekend's matchups we've talked a little bit about last matchup against White Court but now we have to look ahead to this one where uh where White Court you have a we mentioned it last uh podcast last episode I guess uh the older guys are definitely helping this team right now uh Cristiano Aiello and Tyler Mahan both 15 points on the season They've played in every game. Alex Dominique, point per game. Chase Broda, a point from being point per game. This is a very loaded top end. And then it kind of, after Ryan Duguay, uh, who has six points in 10 games, Brennan Bott has played in five, has two points. Bryce Kilborn, two points. Devin Leslie, Dylan Leslie, pardon me, two points, one. And then one's for the next four before there's a number of players who don't have points yet. Um, so this is a team that relies on its stars to put the puck in the net. And that could be an area where Sherwood Park can exploit them. And it's something they did on Wednesday against this very same Wolverines team, where after that first period, they shut down the rest of the lineup or that top line, the rest of the lineup didn't do much. And they end up taking a 4-1 win. Now, goaltending wise for White Court, uh, William Grimard, a 20-year-old goaltender, three and four record thus far this season, a 270 goals against and a 916 save percentage, very solid numbers, and yet has a losing record. So, I, from the looks of things, he's the victim of not enough goal scoring. Uh, very solid numbers, keeping on average teams under three a game. Um, but then Carson Ironside, he's having a great campaign so far, three and zero record, a two goals against average and a 9.37. So regardless of who they Sherwood Park faces tomorrow, or tonight, tomorrow night, we are filming this on Friday. Um, regardless of who they play tomorrow night, it's going to be busy. It's, and it's going to be a tough one. And, and it's going to have to be busy on the side of the Crusaders, just firing as many shots as they can. And you know the, the name of the game here, I think, for Sherwood Park, especially from that bottom six when you know, say the top six may not be producing is possession. You have to have, you know, you hear it a lot from, from players, you know, the, the stereotypical interviews, you, you're going to get pucks deep. You're going to get the cycle going. You're going to do all that, that the not fun stuff to get to where you want to go. And especially, I mean, like you said, we saw it in the last game against white court, they shut down 
They shut down Mahan, they shut down Aiello, and that's pretty much the game plan. I mean, like you said, they're a top-heavy team. The goal, the goaltending is good, but um, I think Sherwood Park has... They have a more top-to-bottom uh, approach production-wise, so I think they definitely have that edge on the Wolverines. And, I mean, especially uh, in the absence of uh, of one Kale Ashcroft, he's still out for quite a little bit. Uh, one player that kind of been watching the last couple of games or so is Calum Dick. Now, he he and Bodie Hagen, uh, who we talked to earlier in the show, uh, combined for six points, three for each of them, and connecting on um, each other's goals throughout the game. And, I mean, Calum Dick with his first in his AJHL career and really kind of stepping up into that, you know, the the point producer on the back end, at least for the time being, and really coming into his own as a defenseman. No doubt about that. We, uh, Brendan Escott and I on the broadcast had talked at length about his speed, his puck moving ability, and he's finally starting to show that potential as a number one D-man with Kale Ashcroft being on the shelf right now. And it's been big for Sherwood Park to start getting production from their back. And Austin Cook also has looked very solid at times in this uh, early season. And you mentioned the shots. Sherwood Park, 34 shots the way of uh, in this game. It was William Grimard, 16 of which came in that first period, followed by 13 in the second before they kind of took a more defensive stance in the third, just the five shots. So it could have been well over 40 shots if Sherwood Park had been a little bit more offensive. So this is a game where if Sherwood Park can get those those top six and top four defensemen quiet, they could have a very good chance moving forward. That being said, they do have another game this weekend, Sunday, 7-15 puck drop against the Bonneville Pontiacs. This is a team we have not seen in the slightest play Sherwood Park. No preseason action. No, and this is their first matchup here in the regular season. So this is a 6-3-1 and record for the Bonneville Pontiacs. And this is a very different story from the White Court Wolverines where their leading scorer has eight. And then it you go about halfway down the roster before they you find a player with less than three points. So they've been putting in points together and it's worked so far, aside from a bit of a lopsided loss to Spruce Grove earlier on last week this has been a very well-rounded team the goaltending has been solid as solid as it's had to be Matthew Hennessy uh appearing in seven games came in in relief of Bodie Weiss on in that Spruce Grove game pardon me but a 4-1-1 record a 2-9-4 goals against and a 9-12 save percentage those are solid numbers from a goaltender and Bonneville has been solid, so this should be a very interesting matchup for Sherwood Park. These are the types of teams where these are the guys you're competing with for those middle uh, playoff positions. Obviously, Sherwood Park, you want to if you're if you're the Crusaders, if you're Bonneville, you want to be pushing Spruce Grove and all those teams that are currently leading the division. Those being Drayton Valley, Spruce Grove, and Fort McMurray, continuing their success from last season, but. First, you have to beat the White Courts and the Bonnievilles to get to that level where you're contending with Drayton Valley, with Fort McMurray, with Spruce Grove. So this weekend is going to be a very big weekend for Sherwood Park. Again, it's early on. It's tough to say that these games matter more 
than the games down the road. They don't. Sherwood Park needs to come into this game with, or into this weekend with some urgency. And if Gus Bylan can play the way he played on Wednesday night, it, should he get any either of the starts, we we expect both goaltenders to see some action this weekend with them being back-to-backs. But if they can get some goal, the goaltending that they got on Wednesday night from Gus Bylan, I think they can be in a very good spot. Bylan, of course, turning aside 24 of the 25 shots he faced going all the way for the win. That being said, you mentioned him earlier, Calum Dick. He's been a force on the back end for Sherwood Park thus far this season. And you caught up with him to see how he's felt taking that role on and what Sherwood Park needs to get really going this season. Big bounce back win against a pretty hot uh, Wolverine team. Uh, what was the game plan, you know, going into that game to maybe some of the fix, uh, maybe fix some of the things that didn't go so well in Grand Prairie? Um, yeah, I think coming off, off of a bad game in Grand Prairie, we just, we were desperate for a win and we wanted to prove that, you know, we're a good team. So we came out hot and put a lot of pressure on them. And yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, kind of a bit of bit of an upswing for you. You know, you had uh, maybe a rough game in Drayton Valley a few weeks ago, but uh, since that, you've really turned around and kind of maybe formed yourself into one of the top players, uh, the top defenseman on this team. Uh, are there any any changes that you made to your game, or maybe some some help from the coaching staff that helped you turn it around? Uh, yeah, I think I've just been working on uh, moving pucks quick and making making the simple plays. Sometimes I overthink it a bit and that'll get me into trouble so I've just been working on keeping it simple getting shots through and it's been working and uh the big game for you in in Waycourt you had three points including the first goal in your AJHL career maybe take us through that emotion and, and that play that happened uh yeah it was awesome uh Hags came around the net I jumped in through the slot one time at home and yeah it was pretty awesome and uh you know kind of spoke with him a little bit earlier uh, you know, what's, what's that kind of like to have that chemistry with, with all your forwards and, you know, having, making sure everybody's working in the unit, especially, you know, how, how active this decor is? Um, yeah, we got to make sure we're all on the same page. You know, that's the only way we're going to win and score goals. So we've all got to be connected and um, calling for pucks and stuff. And uh, it's been a bit of an unpredictable schedule so far, kind of been all over the place, many of these games being bunched up into back-to-backs so far. Uh, how have you guys kind of dealt with, you know, how that schedule has gone and how you guys prepare for your games? Uh, yeah, it's definitely been tough, you know, always coming off of bus legs and you got to make sure you have a good warm-up and all that. So it'll be, it'll, uh, it'll definitely be nice being at home, just uh, not having to worry about the bus legs and more rest time. And, uh, you know, with that being said, you finally come home to the Sherwood Park Arena for the first time and probably what feels like forever. Uh, you know, how does, how does it feel to finally get back in front of that crowd and, and play in front of your home fans? Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's been a tough uh, road series. It'll be nice to be back. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been kind of some ups and downs uh, throughout the road trip. Uh, you know, how has uh, how, how the coaching staff helped to, you know, kind of keep you guys in the in the mindset of, you know, just try not to let it slip away from you. Yeah, they've been keeping us motivated. Like, even though things haven't been going our way, they've still been, you know, telling us to keep pushing and that's what we're doing and paid off against Whitecourt there. So we're just going to keep going. Thank you 
very much for listening to another episode of the Sherwood Parker Sanders pregame show. Puck drop is 7-15 Saturday night against the White Court Wolverines from the Sherwood Park Arena. I will have your call on Hockey TV. And then we're back in action. Bonneville on Sunday, same time, but with Brendan Escott and myself on air to bring you all of the Crusaders action. Make sure to keep it locked to Twitter and Instagram at SP Crusaders for all your behind-the-scenes stuff. And YouTube Crusaders TV for the post-game content from myself and Brendan Escott. That being said, for my partner, Dawson Patrician, I've been Zach Marks, and we will see you next time on the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show.